Hello, welcome to the High Hops Podcast with your host, Bradley White. With me as always, Beer Guru. Oh, wow. Okay, we're going back OG. Phoebe Ward. You just couldn't think of anything, could you? And with us, returning special guest, Maddie Cunningham. Hello, hello. Good to be back. You are our first ever guest, ever. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> and last guest. Way back when. Way, way back, back when. when. Way back when, when we had to just get friends on. Yeah. I know, right? What are we doing this week? Oh. Uh, Phoebe. Oh, that's my name. Um, we are going to be, well, I'm going to be challenging mainly you, Bradley. I'm interested into whether you can remember anything, but I will be giving you uh, beer terminology and uh, you have to kind of guess what it means, what it is. You say mainly me, you mean also Maddie. Maddie isn't here yes. just to laugh at us I, as I'm, we I'm do the a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's like, I'm interested as to, yeah, I think it's more interesting as to what Maddie's gonna come, like, gonna say. Yeah. But I'm challenging you. You know what's gonna be really upsetting is when Maddie does way better than I do. Yes. She probably You've said it now, Bradley. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried to like because there are some really scientific terms, and I'm like, I feel like Maddie would just know from what it is because it's some of them a bit self-explanatory. But I've tried. Maddie, are you clear on what the what we're what's going to happen? Yes, I've got to guess what these terms mean. I'm going straight in with a uh, abbreviation. Yes. And you have to just tell me what the abbreviation is. So, ABV. Maddie, would you like to go first? Mm, ABV. You see Alcohol. it all the time. Blood level? ABV? Oh, no, that is <laughs> ABV. Alcohol blood volume? Close. Very close. You got two out of the three words correct. Bradley. I, I, I really don't. Uh, I, I'm trying to guess what the B is. Because uh, you see it all the time. Yeah. You? I assumed it just stood for alcohol, if I'm honest. I just thought it was an abbreviation of like your percentage of alcohol. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's alcohol by volume. Oh, by. Oh, okay. by yeah. So it's the, the volume uh. of alcohol percentage of alcohol. I love that Maddie went blood because it's just like the amount blood. of alcohol that injects into your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and we're going to go into a weird one, but it's like one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the uh, retronasal olfaction. What? I see science right? So uh, retronasal olfaction. Maddie, do you want to pick that mm. apart? Retronasal. You can take I'm it I'm going to go with... It ling- like the taste lingers. Mm-hmm. No, why? Bradley, what do you think retronasal olfaction means? I, I genuinely don't know if I've ever heard of this term. <laughs> I said it the other day. Is it like the smell? Like when you're going to like take a sip of beer, like that kind of both taking a sip of it and also like you sort of smell it at the same time. Is it something to do with that? Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, retronasal olfaction is one of my favourite things because I didn't know what it meant back in the early days of the podcast. And I just kept saying, you know, when you can like breathe out and you taste it. So it's basically when you've like, you've taken a sip or a gulp and then you breathe out through your nose and you get another wave of flavour. Okay. That might not necessarily be the same flavour as when you actually... I Drank felt like Maddie it. was more right on that one than I was then because yeah. she was talking about it lingering afterwards yes. as mine was more about like... Bit of both. Yeah. Bit of both. 
but more so, on the opening. Yeah, you got that nasal bit. Nasal. I guess that's a nasal. that's a polite way of saying like I burped and I smelt the beer afterwards. Sort of. <laughs> it's, a, it's a much more polite. Sort of. Yeah, way 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 better. Yeah, there is also the glycoside release, which uh, wasn't <laughs> going to be one of the th- one of the terms. But did you want to take a guess if it's similar to retronasal olfaction? Uh, glycoside. Say it again. Glycoside release. Uh, I'm getting some, like, is it, Bradley? I was going to go with like tongue. Like, is it kind of like what's left on your, your tongue after you've taken a sip of something? Very close. Yes. Yeah. Did you want to give it a go, Maddie, after hearing that? Hmm. Or if it's what's left on your lips? Yeah. I'm going to give both of you are like pretty much correct. It's basically the aroma and taste in the mouth after spitting or swallowing. Ah, I see. I see. So you know, it's very still... fancy names for all of this. Isn't yeah, right. It? I know those are the fanciest ones. Um, so the next I'm going to do is another abbreviation. Okay. Uh, one that you see on the can, not always actually, and sometimes they're not always even on Untapped. You don't always get to see the details of this. Mm. But the uh, it's I B U. Maddie. Hmm. I B U. I don't think Bradley knows this. Uh, India. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, it's like, start, I, feel. I will give you a, a hint in that it's it's not a style of beer. It's like oh, t- good, oh, good. <laughs> um, Bradley? Nope, I don't know. I feel like it's similar to ABV. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I would see IBU over ABV. Northern Monk tend to uh, put their IBU on the cans. Is it like, is it a, like units? It, the U units does stand for unit. I don't know. International bitterness unit. So it's how bitter it is. Oh, it's a bitterness scale. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, if you have like a high IBU, you'd be like, oh God. So it's the Scoville scale, but for bitterness. Yeah. Okay, I see. Okay. Uh, we're going to go in with uh, something that I will giggle at, and that is head retention. Head retention. <laughs> head retention. Fantastic. Maddie. Uh, I'm going to go with that's like how well it keeps the head that's been poured. Mm-hmm. I would I'd go with the same kind of thing. Like, you know, like on a coffee, you get a crema. On a beer, you get like the foam. So yeah. I'd agree with Maddie on that one. Yes. It's the head, yeah, head retention. It's the foam hey. and how it, it holds. So you're like, that's got a good head. It's holding good head retention. Maddie, we're doing surprisingly well. I'm worried at what's going to happen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a bad sign. <laughs> uh, the next one is cask. Mm. Cask. C-A-S-K. Maddie, cask. Is it? Because I know some beers can be stored in wine barrels and things like that. So is it the flavour it gets from what it was stored in? Maybe. <laughs> Ready? Oh, I would say like I would. I was just gonna say like, do you have it keg or cask? Mm. And like, it's just the it's just the the like. I think you've made that Maddie overthink it. Possibly. So like, it's literally just. She's not far off though. I didn't realize a flavor could be part. Well, I guess yeah. I guess it would be because like you have it keg or cask, and one is like keg is, um, it's not carbonated. Is that right? Um, sort of. Okay, so you can have well. You- yeah, kegs can be carbonated, but when you cask, it is in, it's, 
being left in the barrel. So yes, Maddie barrel. Um, <laughs> so it's being left yes. in the barrel <laughs> to kind of to age, but like to get more wild. And it's the yeast is giving it the carbonation. So it is most of the time more carbonated in cask because it's been left to sit with its yeasts. Okay. And uh, usually they are stored in pub cellars. So they are poured straight from cask. Can you also ferment in a cask? That is basically what it is. You're fermenting the yeast. Do you, yeah. So like for explanation there, it's like you're letting the beer kind of like finish off its aging process in the barrel itself rather than in like a big yeah. vat. It's, yeah. It's maturing. It's like a, so you obviously you create the beer and then you put it in. So it's a secondary fermentation mm. as it were. And they are usually unfiltered and unpasteurized. We have the very uh, controversial opinion in the Southwest that we prefer cask uh, yeah. over keg. You hear it all the time of, oh yeah, it's, you've got to have cask. Because we've had a couple of opportunities where we've been offered either keg or cask. And we don't really know. And we're like, uh, whatever. Yeah. What it, what <laughs> I have cask. Well, I'd yeah. say like it usually boils down to like from my, as a customer end is like, is it going to be poured by a big handle that they just kind of like pull down a few times? Yeah. That's, that's always keg. And then cask is usually like, you know, a little tap that just keeps flowing. Basically. I don't know about that. Oh, I don't know. That's but how I always kind of just know the, the two differences. In most my of the time. experience, I prefer keg. I know that some people are going to be just so ashamed of that opinion. Controversial. Yeah. So <laughs> controversial. Maybe I've just not been to the right place. Maddie, do you have a, uh, a preference? No, I don't know whether I do, actually. I didn't know there was that much of a difference. Because you're, mm. you're a, a woman of the Fortescue, which is, I think they've got a lot of kegs there. They will have a basement, I imagine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, yeah, you're, I definitely think you and Cameron are like, you, you go back and forth a lot more than I think Phoebe and I do, where I think we were more used to cask no we're more used to keg now we haven't had cask as much as keg oh now i'm confused (laughs) (laughs) cask is the barrel yeah that's kept in a pub cellar yeah yeah yeah. where's like it's more traditional right i see and uh yeah if we're drinking in vessel it's it's keg i see okay (laughs) i thought it was the way around no it's yeah i know sometimes it's a bit confusing they're they're similar the kegs are usually like steel Mm. and kept really cold Right, I like see. Like refrigerated cold. I see. Yeah. Okay, so uh, my next word is something that's come up quite a few times recently because I've recently learned about it-ish, mm. and that is adjunct. 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 I, I feel like I, I know this only because we've had a lot of people talk about it recently, so I feel mm. like I have the unfair advantage that's here. That's fine. Maddie, mm. what do you think an adjunct is? Trying to remember what the word means. Yeah, because it's not. Does just it used. mean it's similar to another beer? No. <laughs> Do you want to give Maddie well a, hint, a hint on this one? Um, it is. It's something that you add into a beer. Would like I be wrong process? in thinking Tiny Rebel use a lot of these in their beers? See, I thought that as well. Apparently um, not. Yeah, okay. they do, but it's not what I thought it was originally. Okay. So it's an ingredient, if that helps you, Maddie. Did you want to give it mm. another shot? Let's go with... Uh, sugar? Ooh, yes. Yes, sugar is an adjunct. Um, Bradley, were you, did you want to kind of... From my understanding, it's like you, you're adding in 
flavors essentially in the fermenting part of the uh, the process. Yes. So you've basically okay. done your brew, and there are like two ways of getting flavors, from my knowledge. It's um what you put in in the brewing process, and a lot of the time those are more natural flavors, and they'll have a longer life. Whereas an adjunct is your kind of like you've made your your brew. And then whilst it's fermenting, you're basically going like, we want to add this specific flavor yeah. into the beer now, which is why I said, like, I think Tiny Rebel do it a lot because like they're, um, they go uh, crazy pump up the jam, flavors. for example, I think is it, would that be a good example for that one? Yes. But I don't know specifically which adjuncts they have. Cause they basically go like, well, we want to have it to have a very, cause it's an ale, but then they've somehow managed to make it feel like you're biting a jam donut. I think Maddie, you're familiar with that beer right <laughs> yes yeah exactly yeah. and i think that that flavor comes out of them basically like forcing that flavor into the into the beer whilst mm. it's fermenting essentially yeah okay. um so you'd hear sorry i'm talking into my mic now don't yell at me um with, <laughs> um you'd hear it mostly if you were in like a, a brew shop uh it would be Oh, uh, oh, what? Like they'll take a sip. What? What adjuncts are in this? Um, oh, I can really taste those adjuncts and um, about aging as well. Maybe you'd want to age a beer, but if it's got adjuncts in it, uh, it's not really. It's what's the word I'm looking for? It would, those flavors would go off if you tried to age. Yeah, it for like- you don't really want to age it too much if it's got adjuncts in. But it, it's a moot point. Um, so adjuncts are any fermentable added to the barley malt for brewing. So um, it's like especially like rice and corn and roasted barley um, and unmalted wheat and sugar. Mm. So, I mean, the Tunnock's uh, stout that Craft Beer Channel uh, brewed, they mm. tried to like not add any adjuncts, but Demira sugar is in there. Right. And that's an adjunct. I see. So oh. we are we are aging them because I think Demira sugar is not as you know, dodge to age. I see. Okay. So we're giving it a go. Yeah. Oof. Whether that'll work. We'll see. <laughs> We've got two of them, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's adjuncts for you. Okay. Okay. I'm turning a page. I'm turning a page. I'm turning like three pages. Four pages. We're doing that well, Bradley. I know, right? That was, she's just done one half of it at the front of the book and then the other half at the back I'm of the book. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my, my new beer notebook, the Dinosaur Vessel notebook has been covered retired. in velvet. Maddie, yeah. it's your. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maddie does not like velvet. Yeah, it's like a. Soft... Maybe it's a good idea we're not doing video right now, Maddie. I think, I think you'd have to leave. <laughs> right. Uh, my next beer term, and uh, I will give you a hint it is a style, and it is Dunkel. Maddie. Dunkel. 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 I'm going to go with. A European lager. Mm-hmm. What, what, where in Europe would you say? Hmm. Let's go with the Netherlands. Okay. Bradley. To be honest, I think that was my, that was my guess as well. Like if it was going to be a European country, it'd be the Netherlands, right? It's German. Ah. German. But it is a lager. Well done. It's a, uh, it's the German word for dark. So uh, it's like referring to a Munich dark style oh, of lager. Great. We've done a couple on here. They are quite nice. I like a dunkel. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I think dunkel. I've, I think you've had some dunkels with us, Maddie, in Vessel. Pretty sure. Maybe. Who knows? It's been a long time since we've been in there. <laughs> yeah, it has. Right. Next one is going to be a fun one. 
and I almost wish Cameron was here for this one. Mm -hmm. And this is the word dank. <laughs> this is be this can be used for many things. But I always feel like this gets pulled out of someone's ass when they don't know how to describe <laughs> something. Yeah, like they have an IPA and they're just like. Yeah, this is dank. This is like a, a love-hate <laughs> word. They do. Some people are like, are like, don't say that. So uh, how do you how do you think the word dank like, is mm. used in the beer world? How is it used? Um, would you like it in a sentence? <laughs> yes, I would. Phoebe, if you say this beer is dank, I, I swear to God, that's not say, helpful. Mm, this beer is dank. I think mine was more helpful with the IPA. It's usually you describe. Oh, this is this is well IPAs, dank, mate. <laughs> Good God. Uh, well I'm dank. gonna. Does it describe a type of hop? Not a type of hop, but it is to do with hops. Oh, it's to do with hops. Is it? Yes. <laughs> it's very specific there. Um. <laughs> um. I I'm trying to think like. Because I kind of know, I guess, where you would use yeah. this word. So my hint to Maddie would be like, you might like, so I think IPAs is usually where I hit this word associated mm. with, at least most of the time. Like for me personally, it's like when you drink an IPA and it's like, you describe strong, it as dang. And that flavor really hits you. Yeah. Is that. Yeah, yeah. If I, kind In, of I mean, just so answered it. if you come up with some more yeah. like words. So is, it, is it like uh, some more words for that? Describing like, words like. How would you? Like, so, oh, I don't know. Not just strong, but like, what is dank? It's like heavy. What does dank taste like? Um, thick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to say smelly, but like, like the like this this the um the flavor to it is like really overpowering almost. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. If you don't like it, I guess that's what you say. I will tell you. Um, so dank is like a potent resinous uh, flavor, like oily almost. Mm. Uh, yes, usually high alcohol, Bradley. Yeah. Uh, it's funky, funky. and most li <laughs> most likely to be described as like a weedy smell and a weedy flavor. Oh, dank. I see. Yeah, yeah. dank marijuana type okay. beer. Yeah, yeah. I see where uh, that's come from. Usually now. in like dippers and like uh, trippers and. Because there are hops. definitely beers that you drink and you go, this literally smells like weed. They are very <laughs> closely related, the plants. Like so. putty we had at the beginning of the year was mm. literally like, this is just weed. There are so many hops in this. Yeah, we had an American brew recently as well, which was ridiculously smelling of weed. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. And it's still, even after you clean the can out, I could still smell it. That's why, like, I think uh, our friend Code Maddie was like, we had these um, hop masks and he was like, oh, do they smell like hops? And I was like, I certainly hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get pulled <laughs> oh, over no. by the police. <laughs> We're going to get stopped. <laughs> but yeah, a dank is one of my favourite words, just to describe a, a dank. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> it's, a good one. It's, usually, it's usually a beer I like if it's dank. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, Bradley, I hope that you know this one. Oh, I hope so too. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so this is a kind of a style, and it's uh, much like IPA, but it's DDH. D-D-H. Mm. And you may mm. see these now in like supermarkets. Supermarkets have started doing these. Supermarkets have started having them. Yeah, but it would be written on the can. Double. Yes. Yes. Uh, double something hops. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a texture. Double 
density? No. I like that though. Double density. Double density. That's like a dipper, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a texture. Texture. Dented. What? Double dented. <laughs> I like you say what. It's like it's all it's all crap. It's it's all just this terminology. Oh, I guess dented is a texture. I was like dented, but that's like you know like bumpy, right? <laughs> I guess. Um, it's double Bradley. Uh, it's double dry hop. Yeah, which is where Maddie, uh... you will you will you will do the brewing process. I mean, it's all wet anyway, but uh, you know, it's <laughs> dry is it's, it's just that you obviously brew with the hops, and then whilst it's is it whilst it's fermenting or whilst it's like just cooling down, you'll then just like ram a load more hops into it yeah. just to give it a <laughs> bit more extra flavor. So you obviously, And those other yeah. hops won't, have, you know, they'll be dry when they go in. So yeah. double dry hop. I'm so assuming like, that's it anyway. The longer obviously hops are in the brew and in the mash, it, they're more like wet and moist, obviously. Yeah. But if you put them in later on, it's going to be a drier brew. Um, It's usually put in... Uh, two different times post fermentation on two different days. Okay. So uh, a week before kegging, they'll throw in some hops, and then four days before kegging, they'll throw in some more. Oh, I see. And that makes it double and dry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and higher hopped. percentage most of the time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> usually. Um, okay, my next one is really weird, and I heard this really early on working in. Um, in vessel mm. and I'm quite a visual person. So I like immediately understood this, but there is a term called horse blanket. <laughs> you have heard this before, Bradley. It's I'm looking at me like expression. what? Horse blanket. Why would someone in a tap room or a brewery say the word horse blanket? Are um, we, are we allowed to have it in a sentence? Not yet. Oh, I want to okay. hear what you might think it, would refer to first. Uh, <laughs> is it like a towel or something? <laughs> <laughs> they keep the old horse blanket. I mean, to be fair, that's as good as a guess as I'm going to get. I'm trying to think. Like, would you? I'm. Do you use it to describe a beer? Like, is it another term? Like, uh, this is some horse blanket. Yeah, right. Beer. This is so horse blanket, Maddie. <laughs> you laugh. But yes, you say like, oh, wow. I'll use it in a sentence. Oh yeah, you can really taste like the horse blanketiness. Oh, I was thinking like it'd be a beer so strong that like, you know, oh, you know, I'm really cold, but because of this beer, it's like yeah. having a horse blanket wrapped around me. <laughs> yeah, you might just be like, oh, it's got that horse blanket taste. What? So now if I say that, <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to like, say and I, describe? I don't know why, but I'm thinking like straw. Like, oh, I'm in a little farmyard and... <laughs> I mean, you know. That's a taste. Yeah. That does not sound appealing. No, but I get it. I've had beers that taste like a horse blanket. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, like musty and funky. I can't think of a single beer <laughs> that I've had that I would describe as horse blanket. So, uh, the book I was reading, the... Uh, What's it called? Oh, uh, Tasting Beer by Mosher. He said it's like barnyard aromas and funkiness contributed by the Brett Wild Yeast. Ah, classic so like, Brett Wild Yeast. I can imagine it's open, <laughs> fermented in a barn. I don't know. But I I've definitely had beers where I've been like, this is like a horseback. But then I also had ride like horse riding lessons when I was a kid. So maybe I like just know what that <laughs> uh, tastes inside like. Knowledge. Yeah, inside knowledge. Maybe when I was a child, I was just licking horse blankets. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I did live in Lancashire. We didn't have a lot to do. Right. <laughs> 
uh, on like a kind of like not a similar note at all. I don't just ignore that I ever said that. Just I didn't say that. Uh, the next one is light struck. Maddie. Light struck. Oh well, I know that it's not good to keep beer in direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. So is it if it's been turned or something by being in the sun? Exactly right. Hey. Yeah. Nice. We, we spoke about that, I think, on when we last had you on, Maddie. Yes. <laughs> Did we? I listened. Yeah. God, yeah so yeah. long ago. Um, yeah. So it's the uh, off flavor caused by exposure to UV light and also blue light. So I think some uh-huh. places might have like LED blue lights in right. their bars and that affects it. Uh-huh. Um, even a short amount of exposure can cause like a skunky aroma to uh-huh. like beers and yellow beers. Okay. Um, yeah, often occurs to beers in green or clear bottles or sold like on sold from like lit cases. I see. Like lit fridges, um, like with blue light and that. Mm-hmm. Or um off windowsills. Um brown glass bottles tend to protect it a lot more. Right. Okay. But it's another reason why a lot of people have gone to cans. I see. So yeah. I guess we've have we ever spoken about before like um soul and corona. Mm-hmm. The original like apparently According to a brewery, the reason like the myth's gone round that you need to put a slice of lemon or lime in the top of the bottle is to ward off like flies. But apparently oh. it's actually to do with the fact that it's because it's in a clear bottle, yep. it's lost a lot of its flavor. So if you put that lime or lemon wedge in the top, it then adds back some of the flavor that's yeah. lost. That's oh, apparently wow. the actual reason, yeah. but they obviously don't want to tell people that. Mm, it's That's like a good yeah. marketing scheme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like, it's meant oh, to yeah, be put more a lemon like because because bugs. It, it's <laughs> meant to be more like the traditional thing. It's like oh, this is a Mexican beer, so in Mexico they put a you know wedge of lime in the top of it to like you know keep the flies away and yeah. stuff. Nah, it's just to kind of hide the skunkiness and add a little <laughs> bit of flavour back into it. That skunk. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it wasn't even mentioned about clear glass in the books. So I think that is just so horrendous. Mm to drink beer out of a clear glass that it's like, yeah, green is bad. So uh, just, you know, if green's bad, clear is stupid. Right. (laughs) Okay. I mentioned this word earlier, uh, but this word is mash. Oh, mash, eh? Mash. Of course you'd find a way to get potatoes into this. Is mash like the pulped up corn or whatever it's going to be brewed from? Yeah. Yeah. Bradley, would you like to expand? No, I'm all good. <laughs> I don't actually think I know this more. I mean, yeah, like you hear it a lot. Mash. Yeah, you hear it usually from like, well, from brewers. They're like, oh, we put this in the mash, or you know, we dug out the mash. Which mm-hmm. I'm hopefully, looking forward to doing. Um, so it's the it's a central cooking procedure to brewing, and it's when the starch is converted to sugars. So all of like, yeah, the grain and like the barley and the malt uh, is all mushed in with everything else it goes into that kind of yeah and that's what creates the alcohol is it basically like a, just a giant potato masher that they're like I don't, I don't know if there's, does it happen whilst it's i think it happens whilst it's there i think the right. mash is just kind of created and then it all sinks down to the bottom of the vessel yeah and they dig it out when they get all the liquid out so it's huh. drained out of it okay mash not to be confused with mashed potato which is amazing um so this next one always, always makes me giggle and I blame school for this and just, you know, maybe the British language, but the word growler means something very different. <laughs> oh, I, I actually know this one. Do you? Go. I do. 
It's a type of like drinking vessel with a replaceable top. Yeah, it is a uh, a vessel in which you can, yeah, like move bot beers around. Just generally, they're usually made out of glass, ceramic, or stainless steel, mm. and it's a bottle or jug. And I've literally written used as a transportation device. <laughs> Is that the bigger of the two and the Nugget's the smaller one? They are all growlers. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the sizes are Nugget, Flagon, Half Flagon and so on and so forth. Right, okay. Uh, there is also, and this confused the hell out of me recently, there's also the Crowler. So you'll see it on Untapped. You know when you choose like how you're drinking a can bottle, yeah. Growler, blah, blah, blah. Um, they've got Growler and Crowler on there. Okay. And I just thought, oh, it's just the same thing kind of, and it is. But it's... um. It's almost identical, but it measures two American pints. And oh. Con- yeah. And considered perfect for sharing. And the only person I've heard, like, actually say Crowler out loud has been an American brewer. Right, okay. We were on a, a meet the brewer type thing. I think it was Equilibrium. Yeah. And they were like, they said Crowler. And I was like, oh, they say it. It must be an American thing. And it is. So how, there you go. How, do you know how different an American pint is over a British pint? There is a difference in measurement, I believe. Is it bigger or smaller? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. They do things weird over there. Well, you're Hi, American people. (laughs) Do we have any American listeners? Few. Ooh. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, screw these guys saying we're weird. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the next one is one of my favorite words, and uh, you'll hear it in a... Okay, I'm I'm talking too loudly into my microphone. Um, uh, you'll you'll hear this a lot in tap rooms, and that is umami. Umami. Hmm. So umami is a type of it's a type of flavor, isn't it? Yeah, like a savory kind of flavor or something like that. Yes, it is. And do you know from what language this word comes from? Ooh, I'm gonna go Polynesian, Japanese. 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 And yeah, it's the word for savory. I, I see. Yeah. I, I've heard of the word, but I didn't know what it was actually used yeah. for. And uh, did you like it? It kind of means savory, uh, but that would be too easy. Actually, it's like, you know how some countries have words for things that we, we don't have words for. Mm. It's basically that. And uh, translated specifically into English, it means deliciousness, oh. which isn't, isn't a flavor to me. It's like that's kind of. You know, you, deliciousness could be. What's the word I'm looking for? When it's personal. Uh, I don't know. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what it says specifically, it's like yummy, delicious, and then uh, reading more again in uh, Randy Mosher's book. Uh, it's like a meaty quality, and yeah, like okay. meaty, fatty, kind of. And another book I read from. Uh, it's got a really funny name. That, that book I got from Cloudwater. Um, I'll put it in the thing. Um, yeah, it's like a gravy mushroomy type thing. Right. So there's a certain, you know how you get taught, you've got uh, sour, sweet, bitter on your tongue. You've got certain areas that taste these things. Mm. There is, it's way more detailed than that. And umami has a special place on the tongue for it also. I see. Umami. <laughs> it's just a really fun word to say. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll hear people in, well, it's usually, I've heard Sam say it quite a bit, like, oh, it's got that umami flavour. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my next one is is a tricky one. We found it tricky to, well, you find it tricky to say, Bradley. Oh. <laughs> and I find it tricky to 
kind of put my finger on what it is. And that is the style of Goza. 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 How is that spelled? Uh, G-O-S-E. But it is accented, so Goza. There's a uh at the end. Oh, so it's going to be German or Austrian again then? Yeah. Uh, Goza. It's a style. So how do you think a Goza a would taste? Hmm. I'll go with like a bitter. Okay, Bradley. I like I know. I like I feel cheating on this one. one. Well, it's it's like the sour, soury sour. So off, but what differentiates a goza from a sour? I have no idea. I'm going to be honest. I was going to be really mean and put gurs in there as well, but that's just stupid. (laughs) So a goza is, or what Bradley calls it, a gyoza, but it's not the yummy snack from Wagamama's. Um, (laughs) It's a beer that sits around 4.2 to Mm 4.8%. So um, some sours are a lot more, like sours are a lot more than that usually. Um, and it's like a salty, spicy kind of beer. Uh, it's usually okay. got like salt and coriander in it. Coriander? So, yeah, coriander. It's like that's like the salt and coriander are always in goes. And uh, it's, but it also can be like bright and light. So people put fruit in it, like lemons and citrus fruits make it really bright. Um, and it's like a, a dry, medium bodied beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like highly carbonated usually. So it's highly like a, carbonated sour. Yeah, it's like it's it's a lot for the tongue. This beer because you've got salt sour and then highly carbonated. Right. Um, but also, people say very refreshing. I don't really know how. <laughs> I quite I I like them. I've had some lovely like lovely gozers. Mm. Like they're usually the ones that have got spice in them. I like, and uh, they're usually top fermented also. Yeah. So a bit wild as well. I think you have to get into sours because like, and this one is, yeah, it's like. Well, no, I like goes more than sour. Right. Okay. I'll like, if there's a goes, yeah. So uh, one we had that Padstow made. Mm-hmm. No, did they? Hang on. Maybe it wasn't Padstow. We had a goes that tasted like, um, like an ice lolly. Like it was. Um, <laughs> right. Do you not remember that? It was like a. Not hundred percent, no. Okay. I've had a lot of beers. So it was, was like, a lot of beer. It yeah. was like it was like a rich pink colour and it had that saltiness. Um, but it was really light and refreshing. It was on a tasting event. Right. Okay. And it was so yummy. But yeah, it wasn't sour. It had like a little sourness, but mm. not really. So yeah. Um, my next word, and I've only got two left. Okay. Is Imperial. And this is also something that can Imperial. be other things. So how do you think it might? Be used in burn. That it has spices in it. I could, yeah, That's I, could my see, guess. I could see why I'd say that. Bradley. I don't know the exact why, but I know obviously like you have an imperial stout, but I don't really know what makes it imperial. Okay, I will tell you. So, oh, yes, the most common is you hear it as an imperial stout, mm-hmm. but it is generally used to like stronger beers. Um, it was originally used to mean um, a brew imported to Britain from Russia, from the Russian Empire, as okay. it was. Um, yeah. And it's now more synonymous with strength, and that is alcohol and flavour. 
So, so it's about like how strong something is. In flavor and in uh, ABV. Because yeah. I right. think I remember watching the craft beer channel and they were talking about how there was like stouts and then they were like, we're going to make a stout, but even stronger. And that will be our imperial yeah. stout. Okay. And that was to differentiate it from just kind of like eight yeah. to 9% stuff. And it was like 12% go. Yeah. And dippers, double IPAs can also be considered imperial. I you see. can make them imperial. Um, I find imperial stouts quite difficult to drink. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a sweet tooth and I, imperial stouts don't tend to be very sweet. They tend to be quite, I mean, the most recent one we had was like soy saucy. Mm. You so, can, I find a lot of the time you can always taste like there's always a vodka element that kind of yes. comes from it when you get to imperial status. Yeah. So I guess like what Maddie said, that makes sense. Like with spices, like flavor essentially. Yeah. Right. So you can imagine okay. it coming over from Rus the Russian empire in yeah. a barrel and that seems very exotic. So, <laughs> right. This next one is a big one. The last one. Okay. Oof. Let's do this. Big Maddie. one. And the word is craft or craft beer. Oh, um, what does it mean? I feel like I should know this. Uh... <laughs> isn't necessarily a correct answer. So what would you consider craft beer to be and to mean? Hmm. It's a thing so I was going to say, oh, it's only in certain numbers, but I don't think that's going to be right because it's, it's some not, brands make lots of them. It's not necessarily uh, wrong. I'll hmm. say that. No, I, I don't know. Bradley? I mean, my only idea is like, is it about the independence of it? Yeah. That's got to be something to do with it, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a tricky one because it's obviously, it's it's used in like the community to, you know, kind of, it's almost like it's making it a club. It's like, oh, it's craft bit. It's like um, kind of hipstery. Like that's what it comes across sometimes. Mm. Um, and you'll see, you'll see the word craft beer in supermarkets in like huge chains. Yeah. And that's kind of the problem now. Okay. So craft beer was, yeah, I guess it, it came to numbers originally. Like it was, it was a small thing. Um, and it was like quality independence. Okay. Things like that. So it's like the beer equivalent of like artisanal. Yeah. And organic as okay. well. So I think when you, yeah, when you see the word craft, you've kind of got to like as in on like in supermarkets on the cans and things. You can't always like get your phone out, Google a brewery, and be like, you know, like what what are you about? Are you craft? Um, mm. so you've you've got to kind of treat it like the word organic. So you'll see everywhere now it's like organic chicken, organic eggs, organic everything. Yeah, and that's that meaning's kind of been lost a bit now. So I think it's more to do with like ethos and like the methods that really make it craft the word craft it's like it's crafting it's you know mm. making something with your hands it's harder work yeah so the big the big boys have kind of stolen that as a marketing tool mm -hmm. um but really i think it's it's business it's movement it's it's hype yeah so you know craft has kind of caused a hype thing which you've got to be careful of but it could mean a lot of things to people like but I think essentially it's a community and it's a movement. I see. But you gets to be careful because they're using it wrong. 
They'll be using it for marketing. I never really thought about where the craft from craft beer came from before. Just kind of just assumed it was... Well, know. it's craft, isn't it? It's like yeah. glue and scissors and stuff. <laughs> That's what it meant yeah. to me when I was like five. <laughs> and still does now when you're drinking beer at yeah, 20 something years old. I'm making collages whilst I drink beer. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> but yeah, those were my words. Um, there are many, many, many more. So we might do this again. Possibly. But okay. it's nice. Yeah. Nice. It can be really confusing for mm. people who are just getting into it. Um, which is like why we've kind of got you on, Maddie, because it's like we've been exposed to it a lot more. So I wanted to. Like, hear... this person that just likes beer. Yeah. Like I wanted to hear what, like, yeah, someone who's like not absorbed into it, like kind of hearing that stuff. And has time. to listen to our bullshit every yeah. time we talk about craft exactly. beer. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. We're the most annoying people ever. So, yeah. I think. I think... And also think, teaching you, Bradley. I mean, you know, I think Maddie did really well, actually. Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank That's, you. I think you did better than I did on most of those, to be honest. <laughs> like, you were gave an answer and I was like, I, yeah. yeah? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, really, I need to leave now and it would just be the two of you doing this together. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink all of the beer. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. But, yeah, thank you very much for coming back on again, Maddie. Yeah, thanks for I having me. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would, I, I did. I learned something. Nice. Uh, well, if you want to come back on again, you feel free. We love, uh, we miss drinking beers with you at the old uh, Fortescue or wherever. So, yep. it'd be yeah. nice to maybe have you on to talk about some beers from time to time if you that fancy would be doing good. that. Nice. Well, that's it from us. I was going to say, if you like, can think of any other f- terms, phrases that you want us to expand on mm. or uh, cover in another episode and weird things that you've heard in general, um, throw them our way and we can look them up or we can mention them in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, and if- you can find us on... Untapped. Well, you can find Phoebe no. on Untapped. <laughs> you can find the podcast on Spotify, is- Spotify iTunes and CastBox. I was about to say Instagram, but you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You can email us suggestions at hellohighhops at gmail.com. Uh, Maddie, where can people find you? Uh, I am on Instagram. Under? Uh, MaddieRose94. E. So follow Maddie if you want to see... Also on Untapped, I believe. Stuff. Yes, also on Untapped. So you can find Maddie and see what these two are drinking. Lots. Do you actually update your, uh, your Untapped, Maddie? Because I don't. I'm really bad at that. Uh, I need to get back into it. <laughs> Cameron's really on it. Cameron and oh, Phoebe yeah. are the, the two most active people most of I know. yours is me like tagging just tagging me in, me in yeah. what we're yeah. drinking we drink so. the same stuff but yeah thank you very much for listening once again Maddie thank you very much for coming on thank you and we'll be back again next week with something with something yeah yeah goodbye cool. bye, bye.